What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Extra Point Podcast presented by Bleacher Fan Sports. It's your host, Tommy Buns, here with Sully and Jones, and we have a lot to talk about. We're going to kick it off, though, with a little playoff baseball. We got one championship series already wrapped up. Natitude completely swept the cards right out of it. Cubs fans everywhere are happy to see that. But we've got one series going on still. Yankees and Astros, two best teams in baseball this year, two best teams in the AL this year, playing. Yankees won game one pretty convincingly, 7-0, but the Astros took game two in extra innings with a uh, walk-off, and then won game three in the Bronx, 4-1. Game four got postponed from today to tomorrow, Thursday. Day Jones will be there. What are we thinking about this series, Jones? Your boy's going to pull it off? I got to start off by saying I was embarrassed at, with the Bronx Zoo last night. Um, me and multiple other people I know were, were there treating it like it was the ALCS Game 3 and a, a huge, the biggest game of the year. And we were t- people were telling us to sit down, down in front. You know, I'm sorry, when there's two strikes, I'm standing. If you're not standing, I'm get the fuck out of the stadium. But I was, I was very disappointed with, with the majority of Yankee fans in the building last night. We had a chance to actually steal one from Garrett Cole, who was not at his best. He yeah, was, five blocks, right? He was good, but he was far from dominant. And it, when you, it was when, bad for him. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. They it, said his, stri- his, his, swing, uh, his swing rate on fastballs was the lowest in his last 53 starts. To me, uh, if you told me I could get that performance out of Garrett Cole a, a week ago, I would have signed up for that so fucking fast. Um, but... I mean, I don't know. This we have to win the next two. We have to. Season's over if we don't win the next two. We're not winning back to back in Houston. We've shown we can do it once, but we can't do it twice. Um, and it will be three times if we have to do. I mean, two times again. Um, so well, I, I don't know. I just it, it. I don't think this. I don't think this delay helps us a lot. I thought the advantage uh, we have an advantage in the bullpen game, even though the bullpen. It has been going more than we want them to. Um, there's no no day I'd take the Astros bullpen over ours. So I I don't know. I just thought that was a, a good spot for us to kind of regain some momentum in this series. Um, but it's not like I can be mad at, against about Tanaka going up against you know one of the most mentally weak pitchers in baseball uh, tomorrow. So we got to hope that we we get the game four win and then we reset and try and take control of the series heading back to Houston. Um, but it's not a great spot for the Yankees, and we lost. We gave up a real big opportunity uh, last night in Game 3, and, and the, the crowd should should put I, some blame I, I on themselves. The game 2 also. I mean, Game 2, they, they play probably yeah. played a better game. That's fair. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I think it's hard to argue that they didn't in Game 2. You make one bad pitch and the game's over, but they played, they played pretty damn good outside of that. I, they, I mean, you're going against – that's another thing. You sign up for – you sign up for that 100%. Between those two uh, starts with how 
I mean, Verlander was, I mean, he was good. He just gave up the two-run shot to Judge. Between, you sign up for the, that combination of those two, 100%. The next time those guys are out there, they're probably going to be better. Um, yeah. Who no. knows if it'll wait that way in runs, but they'll, they'll probably have, they'll probably be just as good at minimum. So it's interesting because there's a couple takes. Because um, now you have Tanaka game four, uh, four. game five is... Uh, what, Paxton, Game 6 of Severino. So now, who pitches Game 7? And uh, on the other side, now Verlander pitches Game 5 in New York, which is probably a benefit for the Yankees. Game 6 is cold. That doesn't change. Game 7, they really don't know who they're going to throw. So now Game 7 becomes kind of the mystery game. And, but I think a big negative for the Yankees um is that they now have to play four straight games if it goes to Game Seven, and they we know they're going to use their bullpen a lot. Yeah, we, we need know, we need seven strong out of Tanaka tomorrow. The Astros have an extremely effective bullpen. They had a lower bullpen ERA this year. Overall, the Yankees bullpen's asked to do more. But in, in with how um, Hinch manages the Astros bullpen, they only need to get two to three a, a game, and they're very good at that. But if it's bullpen versus bullpen, obviously the Yankees are better. But under this circumstance, four days in a row, that means there's no way pitchers can pitch four days in a row. There's, there's no way. Three is pushing it. So if they're close games and you're running the same guys out, you're going to need off days for Chad Green, who goes multiple innings. You're going to need off days for Chapman. Um, and if you don't, four days straight, you might as well just put that on a tee because you can't throw a reliever four days in a row. And... Um, and Adovino looks lost out there. Adovino, yeah. uh, Mr. I'll strike out Babe Ruth in three pitches. He was probably right, but um, let's win a World Series before we start talking. Like, this guy, I mean... And this is what practice. we brought him in for, was to be that shut-down guy for an inning when we needed it in the postseason, and he's been the only reliever that hasn't been great. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. I mean... Uh, I do think the Astros are going to win the series. I did beforehand. Um, game one and game two gave me a complete scare, for sure. I mean, if Astros, I mean Astros drop game two, uh, that's a gut punch, and they they're probably going to lose the series. Game one had to be the Yankee win. Game two and three both had to be a- Astros win. So technically, people have done what they've had to do. But my big thing, like I said, is the Yankees are going to have to steal one game from Colin Verlander. Not home field advantage. I don't think that's it. I think it's those two big horses, and they're zero and two against them right now. So as is, like I said, those two guys hold hold uh, hold their ground and get wins. The Yankees are going home. I mean, we know they're not beating Cole at on the road. Let's be honest, but they're not going to do that. And he's going to be better. We know Cole will be better, and we know that on the road will be much much less likely. So Verlander in Game Five is their chance. Yeah, yeah what Cole Cole's nineteen and zero. In his last 19 decisions. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and and in the last 25 decisions or something, the Astros haven't lost the game in addition. Yeah, so it's crazy. They, the Astros literally haven't lost the game since May 22nd in which Cole's pitched. So <laughs> That's really I, our, I mean, to me, I agree with you. That's our only formula. I mean, I, I'm counting tomorrow as a, as a win because if we can't beat fucking. You have to. If yeah. we can't beat Grinky in the Bronx. Uh, yeah. Anyone, in, no one in that stadium should be allowed to go to a game for ten years. If, I was gonna say, what is is it? Is it even the Bronx right now? Yeah, it's. It, it was in. I will say, get, the DS was more lit than last night. Last night, I was like, "What are you? 
Stand the fuck up. I think up. two things. I think the four o'clock start. Um, this four o'clock start I, fucked us. I'll tell you I right it, now. It fucked us. Was there not a lot of people in the stadium though? No, it it filled up, but it was it was slow it was to fill not, up. It's just different. It's different than a than a night game at Yankee Stadium. It is that and the early home run was. I mean, that was. There was only twenty five thousand people to see the early home run. The the, the stadium home- wasn't filled until the third inning. Oh, okay. Then yeah, then that does. Then the home run hurt it, and then they got the bases loaded. So it wasn't like they had much. Even though they only only scored the one run in the first inning, they they had Severino throwing thirty something pitches for the first two innings plus. So it really takes the the wind out of your sails. I mean, you're trying to clap for every two strikes. I mean, uh, I you know I would have been Jones was, but you're really you're really being put on hold for a while. Oh, another two strike count, another full count walk. Yeah, so no, Severino's start really, really didn't help them. And I mean, and next time Severino goes out there, do you have confidence in him? Uh, I mean, who knows? I mean, he's going to be going against Cole too, so it's a game that's going to be. He'll probably go against Cole, or they could. What they could do is they could push him game seven if there was a game seven. But they that, did. The, he, I will say he did settle down once he got. He did settle down, and it seemed to me that he settled down a lot better once there was that delay. Yeah. It seemed to hurt Severino, who God knows why he was sent back out there. I mean, 80, 84, 85 pitches or something like that, and he hasn't gone further than that since he's been back from the injury, and you have the long the long wait. I didn't get that. I know he's trying to preserve the bullpen, but uh, this is a guy that coming off of an injury ha- hasn't thrown further at that point. They pushed him to, what, 97 pitches? Yeah, something like that, mid nine. He was fatigued. I mean, after that single... He should have been taken out, and then he let him go another batter. But, and then that, that I'll tell you that 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 near three home run jack of uh, Didi. I mean, you know, in that, with that porch, he, I'm like, he didn't get it. Then I see where the outfielder is. I go, he got it, and then I'm like, he didn't get it. So yeah. that I mean, he I may had the have same reaction. Three twenty. He may have only hit that ball three twenty five, but it, it really looked like it had a chance. I, yeah, because when I when I I was the same as you. I was watching the outfielder, and he would first off the bat. I was like, "Oh, fucking pop up!" And then he just kept going. I was like, "Oh!" And he started looking back like up, and I'm like, "Oh shit, this motherfucker hit it out!" And then all of a sudden, he just stops dead in his tracks. I was like, "God damn it, another fucking two yeah. feet!" And that this game's this, the game's completely changed. The series completely changed. Take a, at that time, take a three two lead in what the fifth inning, fourth inning. Mm-hmm. And Doesn't mean they'd win, but th- the outcome could have been much different. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, no, I, I totally agree. Um, but that was it was deflating. Um, it was disappointing on so many levels last night being in the stadium for it. Uh, but you know, I mean, this it's not like this this team hasn't faced adversity before. Um, so you just got to hope that 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 magic continues. But you know, it's not the the, the dominoes aren't falling in our direction per se. It's it's all it's all and and tomorrow if you if you agree if they lose tomorrow it's over it's over it's over it's over it's over, yeah. it's over. like ninety nine percent over yeah yeah Astros are too big to go too good to go down three to one it's too so it's, it's I, I mean it, it's really a battle of game it's it's almost each game has been a clear uh, you you know who needs to win this and that team has been doing their job thus far so technically no team is really fucked up but you know uh, the Yankees needed. I think they the need Yankees, a win. I think the they Yankees need, a, need a, a convincing win. They need like a, a, yeah. a six or seven two win. I mean, think about where we are some, from after that game one. Seven nothing in Houston or whatever. What was it? Seven nothing. They won five. I mean, what five one? I think five one. Really six oh, one. Seven. 
Seven one. Seven one. Seven oh. Seven oh. Was it? Yeah, I, I thought they got one. The end of it. I was I was watching fights at a party, but at the end of it. But I mean, you go from that seven nothing as a Yankee man. Uh, we're playing with house money right now. You figure, and now. Yeah, and I wasn't yeah. even upset about game two. Like, obviously, I wanted to get that win, but like that we, wasn't it wasn't a must. We win. did it what we needed that, to do. It was, yeah, it was seven nothing. Damn, it, um, it's a game that you you lose, and you kind of expect to lose, but it's a game that man, we could have had it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's always going to be disappointing to that level, but like any scenario no matter if it wasn't we, a heartbreaker it wasn't it, i mean i mean it wasn't like it wasn't like a, i shouldn't say heartbreak it wasn't a backbreaker it wasn't something that's like oh man yeah it, it, it was what it was it, it, like you said you're playing with house money you never want to lose money but you're not gonna you're not going home devastated when you're playing with house money yeah so you, um you all we wanted was one in houston i was happy with one you know i think we did what we needed to do in houston was get one but last night was a with the way Cole looked, that was a that was shit. That was that was tough to be there for and tough to handle. Um, but four and five are are must wins. Um, can't go down. Can't go back to Houston for six and seven down three two. Can't do yeah. it. Yeah. And, and and these Nationals, uh, man, these Nationals have. I declared when they were nineteen thirty one. I said, and their watch has ended. I quoted Game of Thrones. Uh, I thought it was over. Probably like most, 1931, I figured they were like 11 games out. And they've shut me up the whole year. They were 55-1 to 1 to win the World Series in July. Okay. Damn! Oh my god. Could you imagine? Could you imagine throwing fucking 1,000 on that? Jeez. Could you imagine throwing even 100 on that? You get here and then they lose to the Astros and the Nat- or, or the Yankees? Yeah. I mean, I, I, it's not like they're going to be... They're gonna be underdogs no matter who they will be it. underdogs but with those those three horses and i mean it's not even three it's animal sanchez is, is pitching like a, a hall of famer yeah for the first time in his fucking career yeah seven and he had a good year last year he had a very good year with atlanta last year but he got rocked in the beginning of this year i had him in fantasy um he he goes seven two-thirds no uh no hit innings and in what was it game two or, or was it game one I'm trying to think what game was but i think it was uh, I think I two. Game, I think it was game two, but yeah. seven and two thirds innings, no hit. I mean, that's embarrassing. The Cardinals. I mean, Mike Schultz gave that. Uh, yeah, talk about your old time freezing cold take speech. Yeah, the profanity laced. Um, you know, rant. They, you know, he's going. Oh, we're gonna fucking kick their asses. Whatever. I really didn't love it. I didn't care for it. I, I, to be honest, I wasn't being a grumpy old guy. I was whatever. I said whatever. Let's play the games, and. They got fucking swept in convincing fashion almost every single game. So yeah, it wasn't um, close. Yeah, what literally wasn't one game. I don't think. I mean, I think there was three. There were two nothing and three one games, but you didn't even put runs on the board. So that certainly did not age well. Um, so yeah, I, I would. He. I think he should answer some questions like, "No one's fucking. No one's gonna fucking beat us." Well, come on, you you, you got swept, dude. Yeah. Oh. But, like, I mean, a hats off sweep. to the Nationals. Hats off to them. Um, I'm a Mets fan. I obviously don't like it, but I respect it. Uh, the one silver lining, though, and I don't even hate Bryce Harper, but the fact Bryce Harper is in another city, being Philadelphia, and maybe because it's Philadelphia makes it so much sweeter. Yeah, that no, no one that's... likes Philadelphia. No one likes Philadelphia. Bryce Harper picking picking Philadelphia just made me. I I, I like the way he played, but he's overrated, and it, and it really it was very sour in my mouth. It was like, why do you pick Philadelphia? Um, but but I mean, they, I mean, they're going to be serious contenders. Whoever they, whoever they verse, they're they're gonna they're gonna give a tough match. There's gonna be no sweeps. That's for sure. 
Definitely no sweeps. But let's move on to some football, boys. Move on to some football. Big week for trades. Uh, Marcus Peters to the Ravens really bolsters that defense. What'd they get for that? What'd they get for uh, him? Linebacker from the Ravens. Um, oh, it was a player for player? Yeah. Um, it was, I can't think of the hell, what his name is. I was wasted at the game when I saw that come through. I was like, ah, fuck it. Yeah, yeah. Fuck him. <laughs> and you mentioned another, they had, uh, that a trade that wasn't player for player. It was player for a shitload of picks was uh, Jalen Ramsey to the Rams for two first-rounders, a fourth-rounder, and a sixth-rounder? Dude, am I the only... First of all, I, I, I was... Wait, what? Wait, okay. wait it, was, it was two first-rounders, a fourth, and a sixth? I believe so. No, Let me... it was two firsts and a fourth. I don't oh, remember okay. seeing the sixth, but maybe I'm wrong. I know it was two firsts and a fourth for sure. Maybe yeah. they swapped six or something? Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I know for a fact, though, it was the two first and the fourth. Yeah. The two firsts is huge. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean, I think they robbed. I don't know, maybe not robbed. I shouldn't say robbed. I think they definitely won the trade. I mean, you're talking about a player who can be the best corner in the game. I think it's Gilmore right now. But um, regardless, this is a guy who has apparently bad back issues. He, you know, he's popping out kids left and right. He's He's got the flu. Like, make up your mind, buddy. Like, this guy, do you want to play? Do you not want to play? He's probably going to want to play now in, in, in L.A., but L.A. and Ramsey with that platform, he had that Jacksonville platform, and he was the loudest motherfucker. So I, I don't know how I – I don't know. He just seems like he, he creates a lot of noise to me. And they're down Aqib Tlaib, they're down Clay Matthews, and they're down Joe Johnson – and to leave her on IR. So this does not fix any problems. Um, and, and, you know, I doubt, let's not even get started on their offensive line. So you're muted, Jones. Oh, it's atrocious, their line. It's it's atrocious. I mean, I mean, them, the, you know, them, the Browns, I mean, the Jets, the Bengals, they're all, um, they're all, they're all awful. But who is the linebacker traded for, um, um, I'm looking it up right now. Looking it up right now. Because, you know, because, I mean, they've lost Marcus Peters, too. So, I mean, it's definitely an upgrade. But, I mean, with everything they lost, they're going all in in a year where um, also, this how looks many, like... How many fucking... How much cap space and how many first-round picks do the Rams have? I feel like every fucking uh, uh, that's year... That's also they're... a very good question because, they because trade every they're spending money like no tomorrow. Yeah, I don't get it. They're paying Goff, they're paying... Uh, Cooks, I, I think Cooks is a nice receiver, but I'm not paying Cooks the money they paid him. Cooks is nothing special for me. Goff, um, Donald, Gurley, Cooks. Like, where's all this money coming from? Uh, well, I mean, that's what I mean. That's and they're going to have to pay Ramsey. Their offensive linemen. They lost two of their offensive linemen because you can't repay them. So, it, linebacker Kenny Young, I, I don't think I've ever heard of him, to be honest. That was the linebacker they got. Yeah, he's got a bunch of tackles this year. He's got like you know eleven tackles and uh, forced fumble, but um, I don't know. I'm I, I the the more this season goes on, the more the Niners keep looking great, and the Seahawks continue just the Russell Wilsons continue to just win. So I mean, as of now, I would not say they're. I don't think they're making the playoffs with how stacked it is when you have the Panthers, the Saints. Um, yeah, the Eagles and Cowboys, who I both think will get better. Um, it's it's really really tough in the NFC in that whole division: the Bears, the Packers, the 
the Vikings look good right now. There's not a bad team in that division, in that NFC North. Not that I think the Lions will make the playoffs, but they've certainly... They, they've outplayed every single team they've played the Lions. They outplayed the Chiefs. They had two or three awful fumbles. They outplayed the Packers and got robbed. And they outplayed the Cardinals, and Murray went off late against them. They could easily be 5-0. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think you need to take the Lions here. So you can't mark that down as a W. I'm not, I, but I, at the same token, I don't think they're a playoff team. I think they're an 8-9 or nine win team. But the NFC is crazy, and the AFC is a laughing stock as usual. It's like it's like basketball. The East is a joke, and the West is amazing. It's yeah, and that's, that's the equivalent. Is the NFC is the it, West. it really is? I mean, you have the Chargers two and four losing to a third string quarterback. What is his name? Dobbs? Do- no, not Dobbs. They used to have Dodd. What is his name? Dodge? Uh, Hodges. Hodges. No, Hodges. I, I I don't even know what his name. I'm saying Dodge. He wasn't like, even on the roster. At training camp. <laughs> like, I, like you, you get down, to, what, 21, 24, nothing to them? Like, their team has no fight, no nothing. Like, you have Melvin Gordon, you have Henry, you have Allen, Mike Williams, Eckler. This team is stacked with talent. Phillip Rivers, I, I think he's a real problem this year. Like, he's he's been uh, not I, yo, good. You think he is? He's a fucking bum. Yeah. He's been so bad, I feel like he's hurting his Hall of Fame case. Yeah, I agree. Might be a little overreaction, but he's not helping it. No, yeah, he's he's been awful, and he's not getting any criticism for it. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know, I don't know how. Like, like, dude, you've you've been terrible. Sure, you're throwing up decent fantasy points because you're scoring points late, but you're losing games to to teams that what did they lose to? Have they lost to the Raiders and the Steelers? Did they play the Raiders? I don't think so. Not even, but I feel like they've lost to the Raiders. I don't know, but. They play the Titans this week, and I think they're two-point favorites. And that's another game where it's like they could easily crush the Titans, or they could get, or they could lose to Ryan Tannehill. No, they're two-point dogs. Oh, they're two-point dogs, really. So yeah, I mean, we'll get to the best bets later. But I mean, I don't, you don't, even, I don't even know where to go with a game like that because because they, they've been so underwhelming. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Stay away from that one. Um, yeah. What do you guys? What did you guys think of the games this week? I mean, obviously the Chiefs lose again, the Rams lose again. Well, I didn't see uh, much because I went to the Jet game, and that and we played a fucking. Oh, Sully in the house to watch him beat the boys. Yeah, that was fantastic. Like, who doesn't fucking love that game? Like, Patriot fa- Patriot fans are like, good for you. Jet fans, fuck yeah, Giants, Eagles, like everyone loves the Jets this week, and I don't think I've ever been able to say that. Like, everyone fucks with the Jets. And we played a really solid game, and we got screwed by the refs. Six straight penalties in a row. I was at that game. Like two or three of those pass interferences were not, were not, were not even pass interference. Like they weren't. He weren't, it wasn't even close. And obviously, you have a, I think a smart guy in Gase, and he's opening up the playbook. But at the same time, he's not using these challenges on the pass interference because he knows he's just going to lose a timeout, and if they score and do the two point conversion. He'll have one last timeout when they come back. So I can't even rip. Uh, I kind of commend him for not using it because at this point, you have to, you have to think that they're not going to overturn it unless it unless you literally take out a gun and shoot someone on the field, and maybe maybe they'll overturn it. Not a guarantee, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, mean Darnold looks Darnold looks good, and that's that's my main takeaway. I'm really happy with how he looked. There needs to be some accountability for these refs. 
Like I heard, and it's uh, in every it's every sport. I feel it like, is. but I heard but someone it, say today that uh, specifically in the NFL, they're talking about um, not giving any any benefits or anything for like three years or four years as a proba- uh, like a probationary period to before they can like earn the right to be a full time ref. You know, like get medical benefits and life life or health insurance and uh, you know four hundred one k all that all that jazz. Um, but it's true. They need to be examined every single year. There needs to be a threshold of: Are you getting this number of calls right? Are there increase? You know, there, maybe there's an inquiry system of: Yeah, you made the call, but not really sure if that was right. Like, there needs to be some accountability, and there isn't. And it's yeah, and, it's and, and shameful. It, it can't just be the big calls. It can't like when the NFL says that call was wrong because it changed the game, like in the Packer game. No, 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 no. Like. Umpires in the in MLB have a really tough job, and they get criticized for every fucking pitch. You yeah. better believe that uh, there was like in the Jet game, those plays, not just the ones that lose the game to you. All those plays need to be reviewed and say, you we, maybe we don't need to know about it, but just say that was wrong, that was wrong, and let that person know you were forty percent on pass interference, or you were twenty percent on that on that call. Like if you keep this up, you're not you're not refing in a few weeks. You're going to be doing your side job full time because. Yeah. It's it, it, it's it's bullshit. Like at least in other sports, they're trying to trying to be more accountable to a degree. Um, and 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 when it comes to like the NBA, there's the travel thing. You know, there's more leniency. We kind of know what it is. Um, so it's a lot of calls like that. It's like we kind of accepted it. But this pass interference bullshit. Like you you implemented it to not screw teams over, and 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 it's doing the reverse. So you're continuing to to mess games up and cost cost teams games they need to uh, they i mean say what you want about baseball and slowing the game down but those motherfuckers when that shit gets sent to replay they get it right a hundred percent of the time like they don't miss it up they send it to a goddamn team with 85 motherfuckers in a locked in a room with 800 tvs with looking at every angle and then in two minutes they send you back the right call why don't they do that at the nfl they got a big fucking 40-story building in Manhattan. They got yep. studios in Jersey. They got studios all over the city. Send it to someone who's not on the field. It should be taken away from the ref's hands. They've proven they cannot get it right, even with a fucking replay system. You're looking at it. We're all looking at it. Like, what? There needs to be some accountability. You should you should be allowed three messed-up calls on replay in your career. Whether you're a ref for fucking three weeks or 30 years, you get three. You're fucking done after that. So don't fuck it yeah, up. The, the point of replay is, 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 I mean, you can literally br- stop it frame by frame and look at it. Yeah. Like any, anyone else else could. So, um, like, Marsha Schlereth brought up a pretty radical point, but it, it kind of has some validity to it. Because at this point, we might as well not even use replay because they're not getting it right. And I mean, I don't necessarily agree with him, but he's just alluding to the fact of how piss poor the officiating is yeah he's it's saying like, we you know we might as well not have it like it's like, yeah. like sure like like because it's not helping anything you might as well not have, it's true though but like if you can't get it right with the replay then what the fuck are we doing here like yeah. it, it's either don't have the system or don't have you one or the other because clearly it's not working right yeah right. but i mean 
So, you know, the, 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 what was the uh, Monday night? Yeah, the Monday night game was great, though. And, of course, the officials fucked that up. But that game was that game was Aaron Aaron Rodgers coming back. That had, you know, Stafford with some big plays. Did you see this shit that they, they, they're inter- investigating a Tim Donahue type type thing with those refs? I, I heard yeah. about it. I didn't look much into it, but... Uh, I, um, haven't, I haven't looked. I read wild. a few headlines and a couple of excerpts, but they're basically the... The that crew, there's one better that's betting like absurd amounts of money on games on only on games refereed by that crew. Huh. So. So it's com- very interesting to yeah, say the least. Very. So, so what should the penalty be if you're like if you're fixing games as a as a referee because you're costing people literally you're costing millions tens of millions of dollars. You Where should you? have to go to prison and pay. Every person who's ever bet on an NFL game this year, 500 times what you've made. Basically, <laughs> well, 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 what you basically you send me a fucking check. But, but the, that money's not going to be there, obviously. Yeah, I don't care. Sell your house, sell your fucking mom's dog, sell your but fucking... If you're doing that, if you're sell doing your that kid, every, I don't care. If you're care. doing that for every person ever, I, there's literally there'd be billions of dollars. He's not going to have the money. Yeah, I know, but I just want—I know I'm not, not actually going to get it, but I want him to never be able to earn a single cent for the rest of his life. And yeah, event, right. yeah, I if, mean that—that'd be fine too. Any any cent he ever gets just goes to yeah. And by uh, the time I'm six thousand three hundred and two, here you go, buddy. Yeah, here's your here's two here's two dollars and eighty four cents. Yeah, here's your weekly three fifty. All right, cool. Yeah. With that being said, if there's anyone out there who is in on some kind of <laughs> yes. Or or fixing games that wants to send some helpful hints. Yeah, please shoot us a DM. We are we're open to if you if that gambler's listening right now, please. My DMs are open. Now we, that we've thrown right. you to the wolves. Yeah, I will not fucking say a word. Yeah. <laughs> I can guarantee you that. No, we're not turning anyone in. We are not yeah. turning anyone in. No, no, no. You we, just can't get caught. Yeah. We we don't like what you we like what you're doing. We just don't like that we're not in on it. Yeah, just tell us which is the right side. Then we're cool with it. Just exactly, exactly, a fucking exactly. And then we'll pass on the picks to everyone else. So everybody will be happy. It'll be happy. So everybody win, 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 win. Classic situation. And while we're on the topic of gambling, this is probably the best time to give our picks for this week and talk about last week. We don't have to talk about last week. Oh boys! I don't, I don't want to talk about last week either. Need to talk about last week. I'll 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 soften the blow of your record by saying how I did. I went zero and four. I got absolutely railed. Lions Packers over forty seven missed by two points or three points. Uh, Bucks plus two and a half missed by a mile. Chiefs minus four and a half missed by a mile. Rams minus three missed by a mile. I went zero and four. I could not fucking pick. And none of them were close, as you just said. None of them were close. Not even. Mom, I was going to rip you apart last week when you said uh, Rams by two touchdowns because of the O line to D line uh, disparity. But well, the, the, only these, one, the only one that was close was the over on Monday night. It missed by three points. So, you know, that's not they they. Okay, by, that's not awful. You're right. That's not awful. That wasn't bad. I was and Aaron Jones. Actually, you would have hit it too if Jamal Williams went in for the score. So yeah. yeah. So exactly. So that one. Okay. You know, whatever. Still went zero and four, but that brings us to Dave. <laughs> I, I went one and three. I hit the Seahawks minus two and a half. 
Nice. Uh, I had a great, great call on the over in the Jags-Nola game, which totaled 19 <laughs> fucking points. <laughs> great call. Nailed that one at 44 and a half. Um, then the Chiefs, you know, <sighs> refs couldn't help me out with the Packers any more than they did. Missed that too. So there was sounding one and three. But uh, I'm prepared for four and zero oh this week. So let's let's uh, let's kick it off. I'll yes, go first. I never well, I never go my, first. What about my what about my week? We don't have to talk about your week. <laughs> we don't have to talk about we it. We don't have to. We don't have to talk about it. I mean, there's not much to talk about. I went four and zero. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Seahawks covered. Um, Bengals plus plus twelve. People looked at me like I was crazy. I thought I was crazy, but they covered. Then you have what? What was that? A one point game? Uh, no. The Ravens. The Ravens were up thirteen, and then Dalton covered late. But it was a close, closer game most of the time. Right. Um, Point game. Yeah. And then who else? I I took the Cardinals. People thought I'd be crazy for that. I took the Cardinals with a few points. They won the game outright. Right. And then, and then uh, my over under. Who was my over under? It was. it was oh, it was under in the dreadful Redskins Dolphins game, under forty and a half or something like that, and I, it was like thirty three. Yeah. So that was a pretty pretty easy cover too. So um, that now for the year, I mean, what does that put me at? That puts me at uh, fifteen and nine. That's that's juicy. Damn, that is good. Uh, that's that's juicy. So it's not like I'm making these picks on the fly or anything, but you know. So I don't know who wants to kick this week off, but. I'll kick it off. I'll go first kick often. Um, all right. I actually really kick do. like Carly Lloyd. I actually, well, you know, I'm trying to do a little better than that. Um, but I actually really do like these these games this week that I got. Um, one game which I think the public is going to get so fucking fooled on is uh, Texans-Colts. I know it's. I know the Colts are still one-point favors, but that has fucking Trap City written all over it. You think everyone's gonna take the Texans? Everyone's on the Texans. I bet you that nine. I bet you that's eighty-five, ninety percent bet on the Texans. Um, and when you see that, it's just it's not good news. Uh, I know the Texans are flying high, but the right. Colts, the Colts are not nearly as bad as people think they are, and they've been that way all year. Um, they're coming off a bye, two weeks to prepare. Um, the Texans aren't the healthiest right now. I just at Colts at home. It's basically it's minus one. Basically, pick them, um, and, and you can already see the money trending towards the Texans. So it's gonna go to it's gonna go to a pick them or a half a point in, which is a pick them um, in probably by game time. So give me the Colts minus one. I think that's the trap game of the week. Um, also, like the Giants this week. Uh, I know that Arizona's been playing better of late. They were lucky to come out with a win last week uh, with the Falcons missing the extra point at the end. Um, Danny Dimes gets a bad defense again. We've seen what he can do against bad defenses. Giants are at home. They're calling them the even even teams because minus the home field's worth three. Um, so give me, the, give me that. Uh, give me the Giants minus three at home. I'm rolling with the Seahawks again. Minus three and a half. Um, I love how they're playing. I agree with you. I think the the Seahawks are a real good bet for a Super Bowl team. Um, and that that line's moving towards the other way. We might be able to get that. We might be able to lose that hook by the game time if you wait on that a little bit. I think the people have been overrating the Ravens all season. Um, 
the Seahawks defense is for real. That front seven is going to be in Lamar Jackson's grill all day. Um, so I'm I'm I love the Seahawks in this game at home. Give me give me that all day. And then building off the Giants pick, talked about how the Cards were playing improved football. Um, I think they've had over thirty points the last two weeks. Uh, yeah. So I'm going Giants Cards over fifty and a half for Ooh. my for my over under. Like that one. Those are my four. Colts minus one, Giants minus three, Seahawks minus three and a half, Giants cards over 15 It's a good and a half. trap spotted there with the Colts. Don't know if they'll win, but that's a good, that's a, that's a for sure trap. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, traps don't always hit. The trap, trap games, yeah. you know, the, the trap doesn't always get everybody, but it's. Yeah, but you, you, you definitely soundly identified that because yeah. you look at it and you just, oh, Texans got to just win? Yeah. No. There's something wrong. And there, I didn't. I'm scared of this line, but I'll tell you another one that's fucking Vegas is just begging people to take is the fucking Chiefs Broncos plus yeah. three. Begging people to take that. You got the Chiefs at minus one seventy money line. People are gonna bet their fucking mortgage on that game. Yep. That's a trap too. I'm not saying that the Chiefs don't come out with the win, but that's a trap if I ever saw one. I might one. be falling for a trap myself. If, if I want to go ahead with my picks right now, my first pick is going to be um, the Saints plus three and a half. Um, well, I looked at, what? I looked at that. That one scared me. It, yes, it does scare you. The Saints play close games, though. They don't win or lose by more than a possession. If they lose, I can't see it being by more than three. So give me, give me the Saints who have just been consistently winning close games, whether – whether Alvin Kamara doesn't do great, and maybe some weeks it's you know Michael Thomas, Jared Cook has been contributing here and there. Kamara's had his weeks. Teddy Bridgewater has been great. That defense so underrated. I think we all underrated them. That defense looks top five or six. So give me them with the points. I mean, I'm not buying the Bears. So give me that plus three and a When's half. When's Trubisky sure. coming back? I don't even know, but I, Chase Daniels, Mitch Trubisky's a toss up to me. They're the same. They're basically just as good as one another, in my opinion. I'm taking Chase Daniel. Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah, I'm with you. I'm probably more leaning to Chase Daniel. So, but I'm sure you looked at that one, Jones. But I did. I'll I'll take that plus three and a half. It's a weird line right now, but I'm taking the Niners minus ten and a half. I'd rather if I'd rather if it was ten, but I'm thinking about that defensive front against the putrid offensive line of the Redskins between their. Quarterback play, their only real playmaker they have is Terry McLaurin. Tenth in fantasy points. Thank you. You got him. Um, but they're they're just uh, anemic offensively. They don't they don't have anyone but Terry. I mean, Peterson had a week because it was against the Dolphins, but the defense looks awful. Jimmy G, I don't even like at all. He's not even good, I don't think, but he doesn't need them to be. That offense, and uh, again, that offensive line, they control both lines. That offensive line is lethal, and Greg Little... Uh, Kittle's an amazing blocker, so give me that minus seven and a half. Third game, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Eagles plus three. I really looked at Seahawks minus three and a half as well, but because of the three and a half, it's scaring me a little bit. I'll take the Eagles plus three. I know Peterson guaranteed the win. He backed off the comments a little bit. Amari Cooper looking like he might not be able to go for the Cowboys. Cowboys defense isn't what it what it was. Don't know what's going on. The play calls offensively haven't been there. Jack has regressed when it comes to better teams, although the Eagles have a really bad secondary. I'm thinking Carson Wentz 
and the and the offense is gonna is gonna put up a good amount of points. Three points, I'll take the plus three. Those are my three picks. And then when it comes to spreads, I'm gonna go with I mean over unders. I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go over in the Rams Falcons fifty four and a half. I normally don't take high over unders. I normally kill people to do, but over fifty four and a half. Yeah. Yeah, these both defenses have been putrid. I'm I'm going over, baby. In Rams Falcons. Yeah, fifty four and a half. Yeah, I mean, people are uh, the Falcons are one and five, but their offense has been good. Matt Ryan's having a great year. Their, their he defense is. He's just throwing a lot of picks at first. Yeah, that's true. It, aside from the picks, he's he's having a good year. He's, he could be the first player to throw for three hundred yards in seven straight games to start a year this year. Yeah, so he. I mean, he's definitely doing his share. Yeah. yeah. All right, Tommy, what do you got for us? I got some similar, some different. Um, I have two similar picks to one from each of you guys. Dave, I'm rocking with you on Seahawks minus three and a half. Uh, Sully, I'm rocking with you on 49ers minus ten and a half. Now I'm terrified of this pick. Um, <laughs> fuck yourself. I love it. I think that's a, I think that's gonna be a good. One. I think the 49ers are for real at this point. I think the 49ers are for real. Um, and then I, this is a, this one scares me how easy it sounds. Um, but the Jags minus three and a half in Cincy, I think that's, I, I think that's going to be an easy yeah, one. Yeah, That might be another trap. I don't know. I don't, I, it's probably not. I mean, winless Cincy. I think that the thing is the Jaguars, not to cut you off. The Jaguars play really close games as well. When they, when they, they win, they play very close games. That's, that's what I'll say. Yeah. Yeah. But. Whatever. So those are my three spreads, and then uh, my over under. I'm going opposite of what I normally do. I'm going to take the under forty eight and a half in the Thursday night game. Chiefs Broncos under forty eight and a half. I think the Broncos defense uh, showed a little something last week. They uh, they kind of had their way last week. They showed that they're they're pretty decent. So I think they'll they'll give Kansas City. A bit of a test if they can keep the ball out of Patrick Mahomes' hands. There's not going to be a whole lot of points scored in that game, so I think under 48.5 is a pretty safe bet there. I like it. I do like that. So those are my four there, and that is going to do it, except we got to talk about one more thing. What do we think about LeBron fucking Mr. Political Genius James? He's got that, you know. He's got that major in, you know, poli sci from Harvard. So he, yeah, yeah. The guy who, the guy who never stepped foot on a college campus, uh, giving his take all the time, every issue that comes up, every chance he gets to shit on Trump or whatever, he makes his opinion. And now he's saying, "Oh, you shouldn't be making an opinion unless you're educated on something." Like I, this insufferable douchebag has reared his head again. This is just a. Perfect. I I love this more than like any story in sports ever because this is what I've been saying about LeBron James for 18 fucking years and it's finally being seen on a global stage about how much of a fucking hypocritical piece of shit this guy is. He's been doing this his whole life and this is just a, this is it all coming to a head. It's not about the, the substance of it. I'm not, obviously, we're beyond the fact that he's not even willing to like denounce incredibly terrible human rights violations but the the hypocrisy behind all of this is just on every level 
from calling Maury uneducated. Like, sorry, LeBron. The timing of the tweet was bad. Sorry you had to be locked in a five-star hotel in the penthouse for four days. Didn't have to do any obligations of your, you know, your media obligations or, or go to any events in China. God forbid, you know, like like they're going to get hurt in China. If they if a, someone laid a finger on LeBron James, uh, Trump would have nuked that fucking country before the before they, you know, LeBron could even that, finish that sipping finish sipping want, his wine. He, he would have done that. Yeah. We're so not taking any shit from don't China. don't give me this bullshit that you're you were in, the timing was bad because you're in safety and that's what people are saying to defend his comments is that oh the time you could have waited a week like yeah he's right on that no he's not fucking right there's no time to the, the timing doesn't matter to your fucking inconvenience all of that <laughs> it's like the audacity on this guy and the quote he had today was uh, appalling. On, to back up his bullshit that he said yesterday, I'm going to read the exact quote from today, which was, um, hold on, let me pull it up. I, I couldn't fucking believe what I saw yesterday. I pro- quote today on, this is sec- round two, after he had all the time to get round shit two, on let's yesterday. Go me and coach. I probably won't talk about it again. We're not politicians. It's a huge political thing, but we are leaders and we can step up at times. That's the key word right there. This is what LeBron does his whole fucking career. He, the translation is that, is that's a sly way to say in the future, I'm going to comment when it's convenient or beneficial to me and won't when it's not. Anyone with half a brain can see through that bullshit because he covers his ass no matter what he does or says in the future. He can never so be can, wrong under rip, that pretense. He can rip Trump apart as much as he wants, but you know, when it comes to, you know, you know, the killers and the communism... We'll take the pass on that because it's going to hurt our pockets. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to, I'm just going to let you know now. That's what I'm going to continue to do. And and people are saying now it's like everyone's backtracking, saying, "Well, that's you. Yeah, it's like a political issue. It's not like outs. It's outside of our country. Like he's not dealing with that. He hasn't dealt. Like he speaks about social justice and racism because he had to deal with that. It's like to to some extent, I I get that, but like. You shouldn't. You you spoke. You made your bed. You fucking had a comment you on it. Tweeted injustice yeah. anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. Exactly. I'm pretty sure that. anywhere counts. Fucking anywhere. Last time I checked. Yeah. So, Mars. Fucking. Yeah. China, it doesn't matter India. where. Uh, it's just it, this is this is the bullshit that LeBron's been doing his whole career on different levels in different ways. And it's just, I'm, I'm so glad that people finally see it. And, and the, the fact that there are still bronze sexuals out there, like, actually defending this and trying to spin this in a way that's, like, positive and just shut up, man. He looks bad. He looks really, really LeBron bad. Times. Uh, the, the, the things he's done on the court for my team, I'll always appreciate him for. But uh, if you're defending him here, you just, you just are blinded. You are... You are just, uh, uh, you need, you need Jesus. I'll pray for you because you need help. Yeah. If you're, if you're actually defending him for this, because this is, this is, this is hypocrisy. Uh, you're saying on every level, moral hypocrisy, whatever the fuck we want to call it. This is probably one of his best, his biggest hypocrisies. And it's on a stage for everyone to see. And he's had it time and time again, like you said, and Dave Portnoy goes on a great rant on T- Tucker Carlson, similar to Jay. Dave did. If you want to check that out, if you want to buy it's, those shirts, it's a good, it's a good video. It's a good shirt. I, I, it's, a, it's a great shirt, and yeah, I want to know what it says in Chinese, like what the the letters say on the shirt in Chinese. Should, should we make shirts? 
Yeah, I I mean, we we should. I don't want to rip them off, but it, I, I'm surely down Something to make else. make any type of LeBron ripping shirt. Um, no, yeah, I I I think so. But uh, yeah, I I just this is probably the worst mistake of his career in terms of like uh, image. It's an indefens- yeah, this is, it's this, an this indefensible stance. He made the wrong comment at the worst time on a subject he's not educated about at all and had the nerve to call someone uneducated. I don't care if he's talking about the he's either cuz people are saying he, he the uneducated comment wasn't about the issue, it was about Maury's timing of the tweet and what ramifications a tweet can have. Either way that's wrong. If you're talking about, we went over the timing. Why that's bullshit. I don't give a fuck about your inconvenience, LeBron. There's people in yeah, con- concentration camps. No one in the NBA is getting hurt from this. No Physically. one. No one. Physically. And, and if you were, like, there would be an international war instantly. Instantly. There would be F-16 bombers with 20 nuclear weapons over Hong Kong in three minutes. Like I just don't I don't get I don't get it. It's just it's it's an it's embarrassing, but I'm not going to sit back and say I I don't ex- I didn't expect this from LeBron. I mean, I've been I've been saying it and and knowing it for 15 plus years. Can I years. ask you something? When did this start? When when did it, when was the first portrayed when was this first really shown? Um I would say I think I don't want to say the decision because I think that was truly just like an ill-advised move. I think we hadn't seen it. The decision was kind of the first time we saw that that kind of characteristic out of him. You don't um, think it was before then? I think maybe in small instances, but he was such like a baby still when he was like making the decision in, in a sense. Like he was what, 25, 24? Yeah. Um, yeah. But when he, his first, when like, when he lost, I'll say it really started when he lost the first year in Miami and he really, the criticism of him not winning a title yet and not being that guy really started to mount. When though, when that was that, I would say then, I would say about halfway through or around the finals of his first year in Miami was when he really became the person he is now. And it's, and it's carried through since. Yeah, LeBron. I was gonna say even earlier, maybe getting a tattoo of the chosen one. I mean that. Yeah, I mean that. Obviously, that stuff is. But like I said, you know, he's yeah. Kids, it's, not, it's not the same level. The kids had smoke blown up his ass since he was fourteen years old by everyone in America, um, including led by Brian Windhorst. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean Brian yeah. Windhorst. That guy should be on his knees at LeBron's doorstep every day. He's he's, he's still writing fun. high school volleyball columns in Akron without LeBron. Yep, pretty. <laughs> much but that is going to do it for this week of the extra point podcast sorry wendy i don't hate you that much it's just who you're in bed with (laughs) we pray for lebron's ego pray for our picks because we need it specifically me and dave but we will see you guys next week follow us on social media and we'll see you then